You're listening to the Superpower Podcast, Superpower Kids Edition, where author, philanthropist, and Superpower Kids founder, Neverly Reckla, inspires kids to discover their superpowers and change the world. Hi kids, this is Neverly Reckla, your Superpower Kid. Today I'm here with Jillian Rutledge. She's a freediver. In case you don't know what a freediver is, he scuba dives without the scuba. She talks to her dolphins, and she even swims with them. So without further ado, will you help me welcome our guest, Jillian Rutledge. Hi, Jillian. Hi, how are you? Good, you? I'm doing really good. Good. Thank you so much for being on the show. Oh my gosh, this is so amazing. I'm so honored to be with all of you. (laughs) Thank you. So, is it okay if I ask you a couple of questions? I would love it if you would ask me a couple of questions. All right. So, what are your superpowers? Oh, my superpowers? You know, sometimes us adults, we get kind of confused about what superpowers are. But most of the time, when I am out in nature, I easily remember that I connect with dolphins. I can communicate with dolphins. And not just dolphins, but most of nature... And when I dive down into the ocean and hold my breath for a really long time, somehow it feels like that's where I'm meant to be. And when I'm there, everything seems perfect and peaceful. Did you know something? My favorite animal is actually a dolphin. Of course it is. I actually can do dolphin rings under the water. You can? You can make the bubble rings? Aww. We have to do this together. Okay. <laughs> So, did you know about your superpowers when you were a kid? Well, when I was a child, because I grew up kind of like in a place like Phoenix, where there's no ocean. Of course, it was much colder. It was Alberta, Canada. So, I didn't really, really know very much about dolphins. I thought they were cool, but I didn't know that I actually could connect with them and communicate the way that I do now. But what I did know as a child is that I loved being outside and I loved being in nature and I loved animals. And whenever I got in trouble, I always went to my animals and I talked with them and they soothed me and they helped me feel better about myself and that I felt like I always belonged with the animals. Wow, that's gorgeous. Thank you. Did your parents give you any tips or tricks on how to deal with your superpowers? Well, you know, sometimes parents don't always know that their children have superpowers and they just want their children to grow up to be the best that they can be. And my parents, they never told me that I had superpowers and they never really knew I had superpowers, but they always supported my love for animals and they always supported my desire to be out in nature. That's really, really gorgeous. Yeah, I feel really lucky that although they didn't know that I could communicate, they knew how important it was for me to be with animals. That's amazing. Yeah, I love animals. Me too. Yeah, they're very beautiful creatures. Aren't we lucky that we can just walk out the door and there's all this nature, no matter where we live, even if we live in the city, there can be nature, there can be animals, birds, and they're right there for us to enjoy. Yeah. Like, we have a couple of pets at home. It's amazing how they can respond to energy and stuff. Absolutely. And I have to tell you, 
my dog, Naya, she is 13. She has been outside all morning. And as soon as we started this interview, she came inside and she's laying down right here. Aww. So I think yeah. she's a part of the interview. Yeah, our dog, Callie, she picks up on energy a ton. Does she? Yeah, same with Naya. She's very protective of me. Nice. It's really cool. Have you ever wished you never had superpowers? Oh, yes. Yes, for sure. Because sometimes when we have superpowers, for me anyways, people think you're strange. Trust. And so sometimes it's hard to relate to people. And sometimes my superpowers make me really sensitive. And when I'm out in the world, especially in the city, I get really tired sometimes. So I've had to learn how to take care of myself and how to make sure that I hang out with people that love me and support me and help raise my vibration, help raise my energy up. Yeah. Like I can basically like see through the world. Ooh. Like anywhere I look, there's slow lines. So like it's really scary because like things oh. will come to me in my, yeah. my dreams and it's hard thinking that your parents don't exist. Oh my gosh, yes. I remember as a child thinking that too. Yeah, but they're pretty sure that we're going to be together no matter what. That's beautiful. Thank you. So what is your favorite superpower? Ooh, Well, I think I really love that I can hold my breath for at least five minutes. Because to hold your breath, you have to prepare, which means you have to breathe. And the breath is so magical to me. Of course, our body needs to breathe, and that is very physical. Yeah. But when I breathe, I also realize that I'm breathing this air that everyone else is breathing, and that the trees are breathing, the earth is breathing. And it's the place where I actually can understand in my mind where we connect. Awesome. Yeah, that's really cool. I'm pretty cool in style. I'm a mermaid, so. Oh, yeah. I'm pretty sure we're going to have to hang out in the water sometime, me and you. Yeah. <laughs> have beings ever come to you? Like energy beings, you mean? Yeah, like just beings. Well, for sure animals in this realm, in this life, come to me. I had a very special experience actually yesterday. An eagle came to me. And it's hard to talk about it right now, but someday I will. And it was very, very, very special. Beyond words. Wow. And I often hang out with dolphins and whales in the water. And so these are beings that come and spend time with me on Earth. You know, like in the physical realm. Yeah. In the non-physical realm. <laughs> I really connect with angels, like the archangels. And I also have a very special group of beings that I call the blue people. <laughs> they really aren't people. They're enormous. And they are like my guardians. Nice. That's awesome. Actually, one of my friends, she channeled Mother Nature. And um, Mother Nature said that when I'm a young teen, I'm going to meet a deer. And it is going to be a fawn. I'll be in the forest alone. And I'll touch her on the chin. And she'll talk to me. So she'll come to me in spirit. And her name is Deary. Deary. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Like, that is glorious. Thank you. We have a fairy house. We enjoy fairies, beings, animals. Yeah. Yeah. 
I think it's so important that we create little places that animals and the nature and the spirits and the beings can come to us, can visit with us. Whenever I'm in the forest, I always say, I'm open, I'm here, and I see you, I feel you. Yeah, we have a place in our house that I'm actually in right now. It's called the Vortex. We call Ooh. it the Vortex. Yeah. Where we'll go to connect with spirits. And actually, when I hear a kind of cool story. Yeah, I do, of course. So, actually, this is the like first time I ever in my life found out I had guides. Oh, well, I knew I had guides, but this is the first one that actually talked to me. So, um, Ganesh came to me. We had a giant crystal in the vortex, and so I was touching it, and he literally, like, started talking to me. And I started crying because I was, felt so safe. And knowing that I was protected made me feel very happy. Mm. Yeah. So, like, Apuk will come to me. Yeah. I imagine them as animals. Like, Alpuck is like the monkey from Lion King. Right. And um, Ganesh is basically just a fallen elephant. (laughs) Do you mean Rafiki? Like, the Lion King? The guy that they called Rafiki in the movie? Yeah, the one that held Simba. Yeah. Yeah. I imagine that. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, one time when we were sitting in here, me and my friends and my parents, when we were sitting in the vortex, oh my gosh. So, first he did, like, I was looking in our dark room. I saw, like, a cute little monkey who was making a monkey face. Then he made, like, a scary jump-out face, so I, like, kind of slid away. But then I smiled, knowing that he's a good guy that helps me. Mm. So, have you ever started going, like, getting real so happy that you just start crying, knowing that you're protected? That happens to me almost every day. Wow. Especially in nature, especially in nature. I feel like when I'm in nature, I am truly who I am and truly what I came here to be. And there's nothing to do other than breathe and look at all the beauty. And, you know, when I am truly, truly happy, I think the tears come because it's just the natural way of being. Yeah. That's really true. Yeah, isn't it? And you know, like we get the goosebumps in, in up in here. And, yeah. Oh, I love it. And the heart is like, and then the tears come. And sometimes people think, oh, you're crying because you're sad. And it's crying because it feels so good to be so happy and full of joy. Yeah, it does. You know, I think dolphins live like that. I think they live like that all the time. And actually, they come up. Because they like humans. They like their company. There are definitely certain dolphins that do. Dolphins in Hawaii, dolphins in the Bahamas. They love to be around people. You know, it's really crazy because they're trying to pass a law in Hawaii right now that you cannot swim with the wild dolphins. And I know it will be interesting to see what happens because the dolphins, those dolphins, they could swim anywhere they wanted and they choose to come to the places where the people can swim with them. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. I actually swam with a bottlenose dolphin. It was my birthday present. And so we went to the place called Odyssey here and we swam with dolphins, me and my friends. His name was Brody and he is six years old. He was how old? Six. Six. The youngest Tell me what happened. Oh, it was awesome. Like, <laughs> the whole exercise. We had to wear wetsuits, though. It was it sticky? 
Yeah, it wasn't comfy. Yeah. But we went through a whole exercise of what we needed to do. And so he was the youngest dolphin. And it was awesome. We stood on a step. He did a trick where we did the theme song from Jaws. And oh. And to it. Yes. So it was awesome. <laughs> we got to dance with him. We got a dolphin kiss. The last person there got a French kiss. What? I was just going to say, did you guys see his tongue? So what he did was she kissed him, and then he went out, and he stuck his tongue out. He went, <laughs> Yep. I love it. You know, dolphins have a really, really special tongue. When they're born, their tongue is like, instead of being flat like ours, it kind of has like, little fingers on the sides. Yeah, it's like curled. Yeah, so that when they nurse from their mom, their tongue goes like this. So imagine this is their flat tongue with little fingers. And when they nurse, the fingers go like this. Like a bottle. Like, like a bottle. Exactly. So they can hang on and mom can keep swimming. That might be why they call them a bottle-nosed dolphin. Well, it's probably also because their face has that long bottle nose yeah. shape. Actually, I have a giant dolphin floaty that I named Winter, but now I change it to Brody. Of course you did, because Brody's the dolphin you connected with. Oh, actually, no, it's Bodie, I think. Oh, like an alter ego. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he was the youngest dolphin there. Did you look in his eyes? They're gorgeous. Yeah. It's like the whole universe is in there. Yeah. It's like looking into a real human's eyes. Really? You know, it's like, I think that's why people connect with dolphins, because they remind us of, like, the most loving version of us. Yeah. They're the most loving animal probably in the sea. Well, they certainly love to play and they certainly know how to be in a family. And I think that's something we can really learn from them. It would be awesome if you could just have a giant backyard of a lake. Yeah, of a giant saltwater pool that you could have a ton of dolphins in. And they could just come and go from the ocean and they would come and visit. And, you know, I really think if we had a big pool that had the ocean at one end, they would come and go all the time. Yeah, they're amazing creatures. They really are. And you know what's so crazy is that they're amazing. And, you know, they still live in a physical body. So they still have the same problems on Earth like humans have. (laughs) The biggest problem they have is that is humans and the things that we do to the ocean. Yeah, actually, I'm probably going to write a song about that. Oh, Uh, I would love that. People, like, are not always nice. I think sometimes when we don't live near the ocean, we don't realize how much effect we have on the ocean and the water. And the water is so important because there's more ocean on Earth than there is land. Yeah. If people don't start taking care of the Earth, there's going to be no Earth left. That's right. You know, a superpower that would be really awesome, and I would love to meet the person that has this superpower, would be someone who can help change how we treat the ocean. Those are probably mermaids. Those are probably mermaids. I bet you it is. Now, I'm not a mermaid mermaid, but I have plenty of friends who are mermaids. I'm going to ask them. I swam with a mermaid. Did you? What was her name? I forgot it, but she, like, had a human legs, but she taught me how to swim like one. And, um, actually, so now I, like, swim like a mermaid. I can swim to the bottom of our pool. Yeah, like... When I know my mermaid powers... Ice, fire, and water. Ooh, I love that combination. That's super powerful. (laughs) When you move in the ocean like that, 
it has a certain effect on the ocean. It makes the water go like, like a wave. And the ocean loves it because it's like you find the wave and you find the connection and the ocean can connect with you. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, it's amazing just being in the water, swimming. Did you see the dolphin's blowhole? Did you hear it breathe? No, but I saw it. The dolphin breath, I think, is one of the most powerful breaths there is on the planet. Their nose doesn't have to be up above the water. They just need the blowhole. That's right. They just have a hole up here. Wouldn't that be awesome if we were mermaids and the hole was up here to breathe? We wouldn't have to come up like this. Especially if you're in water, just go. Yeah. And keep swimming. Yep, exactly. You actually reminded me when you said physical body. When I was younger, I would always go back up into the realm of God. I did not want to stay in the world. I just wanted to go up. Did you? Yeah, so my parents were like, my dad would like check my chest. He wanted to make sure you were still in your physical body? They wanted to make sure I was still alive. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Were you ill or were you just really quiet? I was just really quiet. Like, I wouldn't take naps unless they were in the room with me. Yeah. I think I wanted to know I was secure. I was yeah. safe to go up. Yeah. Yeah, my mom had to pretend to sleep. <laughs> Just so you would sleep? Yeah. And actually, I'm doing a homeschooling project, and it's a ecosphere with Ooh. guppies. Ooh. Yeah, so they're baby guppies. And tell me about it. What's happening? So basically, you don't have to take care of it. The only thing I need to do is open and close my blinds. So there's four guppies and two snails. Yeah. And I know their names. Oh, yeah, of course. Let's hear it. So they're twins. Since I can talk to animals, they're twins. They told me which one wanted to be which. The girls are brown, and they're Cleo and Chloe. The snails' name are Snaily and Snag. (laughs) And then, ready? I think you're going to crack up about this. You know Ariel? The mermaid. Guppy and Sebastian. Of course. Yep. Of course. So I just realized that we need to start wrapping up. So I have... So fast. I know, right? So I have two more questions. Okay. So one, what advice can you give to kids that are listening for their superpowers? You know, the most important thing I think is how to breathe. Our breath is how we be in our physical body. And when we breathe, we calm down. Yeah. And when we're calm, we can sense everything. That's we can awesome. sense our powers. We can sense our connection. And we can sense how strong we are or if we need help. And so I think the best thing for everybody, especially children, is to teach all of us how to breathe. Okay. That's awesome. And where can people go to find more about you? Well... I do have a website because I'm one of those people that moves around on the planet. So you can't find me often in one single place. I like to be in Hawaii. I like to be in the Bahamas. I like to be here in Canada. So the best place is my website because that's the thing that stays solid. And it's www.jillianrutledge.com. Awesome. Thanks for asking. Mm -hmm. So will you do the ending with me? Oh my gosh, you know what? I'm so excited that I think I forgot what we're supposed to say. It's okay. Just follow with me. Okay. All right. So, remember, kids, we all have superpowers, and we can can change change the the world. world.
Bye-bye, Julian. Thank you so much. Thanks for listening to the Superpower Up podcast, Superpower Kids edition. Go now to superpowerkids.com and discover your superpowers today. Today.